Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the OCL podcast. This is our second episode, second week of OCL. Uh, I'm joined today by a few interesting people. As always, our uh, other host, Jay Beto, is here. Hello. But today we're also joined by Sleepy and by Shank. What's up? Hello. Uh, so we should be able to bring a pretty interesting episode to you guys this week. Um, we did just have a very interesting week of OPL, so uh, sorry OCL, and a few good things oh. that I think we can talk about. Yikes, man! Is that a not Freudian quite slip? Finished, yeah. That ain't it. Yeah, not quite finished with the week yet. One more set to be played uh, and casted, hopefully on Tuesday night, which should be the same day that this uh, releases. If I'm on top of it. Um. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll see about that. I don't have to do nearly There's as much editing this time, though. You have to do, yeah. That's true, because you don't have to chuck me in. No, I don't. Uh, and but not at home, so... Definitely some interesting things. Things, I think, that we can talk about, though, from, from this week as well. Especially um, one of the sets that happened yesterday that I think we'll get into a bit of details about. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, during this podcast, I think that a few of the things that we're going to touch on, now that we've got some guys who have a lot of experience with the history of OCU, um, I think it'll be good to kind of go back and touch on sort of some of the older players that have come back to the scene um, and mostly looking at kind of how they compare with some of the newer players. Um, mm. We might touch on tier lists again. Who knows? Maybe that'll upset Yoda a little bit. We'll see. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, while we're talking about history, we might as well talk about the future and potentially go into some of the, the next steps that OCL is going to be looking at uh, going going into the future. I love saying things that make Yada uncomfortable. Anything to get him to talk about me. Yeah. Oh my god, I love Yada, and I hear he loves Moana, so this is going to be great. <laughs> Moana? Can we have a segment on Moana? That'd be fantastic. Yeah, you can all do a sing-along if you want. Mm, oh, that'd be great. Maybe can... we can do that next to finish yeah, up. That'll, that'll be our close. Yeah. Actually sponsored by Disney today, so... Uh, 100% absolutely. will get copyright striked. <laughs> can you get copyright striked for saying that you're sponsored by a company? Even talking about No, if we sure sang the that's... song, we would get copyright striked, though. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. No, it... we've just got to sing it bad enough. Yeah, that, that it's they, not. It's... That they're not willing to <laughs> say, yeah, that's, that's a Disney song. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright. All right. So let's start off by having a chat about our most recent week of OCL. Um, hmm. I think there were definitely some interesting games in there. Is there anything that comes to mind off the top of your head, though, Jay Better? Um, there's obviously the one I didn't play on. Um, that's kind of upsetting. But what can you do? Oh, what happened? Uh, Why didn't you play? Um, I, I just uh, just taking some time off. Mm-hmm. I, I got I got banned for improper conduct. But, like that's fine. You get I that. understand. Yeah, you get that on the big jobs. So okay. it happens. OC is a bit of a cesspool, but you know, whatever. Yep. Um, I I do I do like respect the decision, so I'm not annoyed at it at all. I think that it was probably a good decision to be made. Like, it it's, it's you regret it. Um, I regret like the the way that it went about. I still would have liked to have said something. I, I probably didn't need to go into a public server and start swinging. In well, a now you know not to brutalize the local tomcat. That's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so I, I do respect that, like, even if I'm not one of the like, hated people in the community, that, like, it's like, okay, you still can't do that. You're still getting banned for it for, a, a, like, a sizable amount of time. And I'm missing games, so I'm definitely suffering. I want to play. So, yeah. Because that game, I don't think there's much to talk about. I didn't even watch that game, to be honest. Because, um... I think I think I watched him like live, and that the game wasn't live. 
Um, no, apparently there was a bit of controversy about game two. I don't really know what that was. It was about. a stop. There was just two stops. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like uh, people in our Discord have been saying that people are complaining about how it should have been over quicker. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Like we weren't. People cry. We didn't end as fast as we probably could have. I think it was close to a twenty-minute game, and some people we had were two like, "Subs." Yeah, we had two subs, and like, what went wrong to not end it sooner? Oh. Uh, I think just, like, the subs that we brought in were expecting, um, like, we didn't tell them who we were going into or anything like that, so I think that they were expecting a different set. Um, and so they kind of came in and were like, you know, we want to play longer games of Smite, let's, you know, get a little bit more out of it. At the end of the day, it's all for fun anyway, so it's just like, whatever. Yeah, genuinely, like, yeah. We were talking about it in our Discord before when someone had mentioned to us that uh, they were upset, or that they could have ended earlier, and we were like, genuinely, we're in Discord, like, fucking having a sing-along, like, doing karaoke together while we're playing this set, because we're trying to have a good time. So I think as well, like, even if there were, I like, I don't particularly remember the set, because, like, I didn't play it, I didn't pay much attention if I did watch it, but I don't think that we would have gone that out of the way to just troll, like, relentlessly. Not really. Not really. Because they, in the, in the, like... In the league Discord, in our like Wyverns vs. Detox chat, they were like, "Oh, GG guys, learnt a lot from that game. Thank you for playing." Like they weren't yep. like that was really toxic. If it look, if it's them complaining, I understand. Fine, like it's it's understandable. Maybe you wanted us to play more seriously, but if it's anybody that isn't on their team, grow the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're really complaining about a game going like five minutes longer. Okay. Well, speaking of that night, we also had an incredibly exciting set, and I think that this one's probably the core uh, set for us to talk about, which is Desto's 10-Minute Microwave Miracles versus Five Guys Three Lanes. Yeah. The first game that went more than two games. For this season, yeah. 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 I actually I actually think Flix looked really good on that in that set. Well, they... The one was really, really good. They finally have put their role sw uh, swaps into place with Flix going back into ADC. Furin's in mm. jungle. Uh, it's Derv support. Yeah, um, and Dunk's just still on solo. And Dunk's still on solo. solo, yep. So, I don't know, what um, what did you guys sort of think of that set overall? Like, it did go to three games. Five guys, three lanes took the first one, and then it was a reverse sweep from uh, the Desto boys. Um, I thought that it was going to be a stomp, just because, I don't know, like, I'm friends with all of the people on Desto's team, right? So yep. I'm just, like, pretty much wrote the game off, and I was... I was doing something else at the time, so I got a message saying that they lost game one. Mm -hmm. And when I went back and watched it, it was kind of, you know, they had a pretty tall task to kind of go up against that team. Yep. And they're kind of always at a clock playing against Vintage because he's probably, like, one of the best mid laners at late game. Mm -hmm. So you're always kind of on a clock playing against him. But, I mean, they did pretty well. So it's good to see they won game one, but you could kind of see in game two and three that it kind of, like, dragged out to late game and just, like, you know lost yeah. that late game pretty hard to like vintage running the show type of thing which is like you know probably the biggest thing i took away from that set sure they looked really good but it's just like you know yeah i'm more looking at them personally yeah you... would you say that um they like kind of turned up after game one they realized like okay if we don't play a hundred percent or not 95 percent whatever we we can lose this 2-0 we we don't want to do that do you reckon there's an aspect of that in it or do you reckon maybe just a comp diff in game one or you know, what do you, well, what do you like, think they came in with the attention that like with what shank said is that they thought they were just gonna you know easy yeah, game yeah. they're gonna win they you know picked a few out of their picks but like you compare the comps in the first game and 
five yeah. guys relay and just went standard circles. Yeah. Good team fight, and they just clearly won in the team fight, especially when they what when Destinate blinked in at them at their blue buff. I mean, they just fought into the death corridor, yeah. and it's just like one of those yeah. things where as soon as they don't do that, game two and three, the game is easily won. Like there were still mm -hmm. points where Desto's team was still pushing up to Phoenix when yeah. five guys three lanes had like a pretty big advantage as well. And the only reason that like that team had a really good fight is because Vintage's team pushed up into that shitty death corridor, right? Yep. As well. Which is good yeah. that five guys, three lanes like fought there as well. But as soon as you like play that game one and they go, let's not fight there again, you could kind of see that the results are kind of happening to what they are. So I don't think it was necessarily like them underestimating them. It's just them just like realizing they did like dumb shit and then they just moved on, right? So I think it was Phoenix at the end, right? When. They get Fire Giant, and then, is that, is that that game? They go down middle, they lose the fight, they get the Phoenix and lose the fight, and then five guys through then just run it down. Yeah, they lose the fight in Death Corridor, and then they take, a, like, a dog shit dive, because, like, legs is really shit. Yeah. But it's yeah. just, like, one of those things. <laughs> do you think that then, in the first game, five guys three lanes won that game, or do you think that Desto's team kind of lost themselves that game? I mean, not to take anything away, they definitely won it, but you could tell that it was more of an even game. And, like, it wasn't really in their hands. Yep. They, like, they wanted defense, right? It's, like, it's cool to win, but it's not like they're sieging and winning, right? Yep. I'm with it. Well, and they did push a siege as well, and it really didn't go well for them. They got one of the phoenixes and then tried to push into the next one and just got wiped on it because their fire giant was running out. Yeah. yeah. It's always risky. Especially with the tower changes. They're still potent. You got but a I mean, that... off, right? What's yeah. That? But I mean, percent uh, something along those lines. Yeah, it's a massive change. I'm pretty sure that five guys, three lanes team just bounces back anyway. They all played a game a shit ton. They had a roll swap going into the set. Yeah. And they probably would have had like a like a night or two scrimming with it, and they versed like one of the the top teams, right? I'm pretty sure yeah. they just like easily cruise through the rest, and they just get better. And it's yeah. probably one of those teams that you could just have to like actually be ready for. Otherwise, they're just going to beat you because like you know, once with more prep and playing together, they'll be fine. They're scrimming a lot as well. Like they're going ham flicks, like organized yep. scrims left and right and center. They like oh, I think easily game. by far and away they're the team that scrims the most in OC. It's ridiculous. I think yeah. a talking point on that first game was the camel work. We missed out on Snowy getting soloed. We did. I got a hurt. <laughs> I mean, I you don't even need to watch. It's just like a classic. <laughs> yeah, what Snowy like full HP flicks on a third health and then loses. His excuses about it as well. Oh man, Ola and Ola slows Freya roll. Okay, no worries. Yeah, but that was before the solo even happened. Like, that was, you know, halfway through the fight. Way before. I don't know, like, during... I was doing the camera work and the cast, and during that, I was like, it's not always one that's easy. He's full health Freya, he just lifesteals so much off of flicks. He's outside of Ola and Ola because he's in Valkyrie's discretion. He wins this for free. Of course I'm going to leave that fight. <laughs> nope. Uh, you were getting like double fighted a lot on that camera work. For the whole like, where you go to the team fight, nothing happens. A solo kill goes over. I mean, the, the entire like all of the sets. Again, in the Puri one, it was happening too. Yeah, it was happening in the Puri one as well. Dylan diving Vam under tower every two minutes. Yep, that yep. was really funny. That is one of the things. Like we could probably touch on it a bit more later, but produ production for OCL is definitely an interesting sort of topic to go into and we have actually got a lot of people who work on the production side of things um yeah and you compare it to last season right it's ridiculous like compared to last we season passed, we, we did like one game a week last yeah. season that yeah. was a stretch well one yeah we were kind of just really pushing ourselves last season now we've got you know 10 11 12 people or something like that that are 
willing to cast and have casted yeah, already. I every single. I remember you saying you pitching uh, that to me in the break between one and two. You're like, um, okay, I want to cast every game, and I was like, surely just like a few. And you're like, no, we, let's, we're doing every game. Yeah, I was. Jesus. I was like, we should maybe do OBB versus Cash Money tonight as well. And then it was like five and a half hours by the time we finished the chicken set, and I went, nah. It's nearly midnight, or it was midnight I would, by then. I would have jumped on if you were just didn't do camera work, but I was away, so. Because I, was... I love casting. I, I would cast for six hours straight. I don't care. I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah, well. Well, I'm still waiting for that shank simply cast that I've heard so much about. I can't cast without him, and he's in the EU, so I'm going to have to wait. When's he get back? We need it. Uh, like a couple of weeks. Okay. All right. Hopefully, there'll be a good set for you guys to cast as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do want to see more of the demons play because I did watch them mm -hmm. play their set, and I loved How's Endless and Jed playing Athena Poseidon, and they played it twice, and they, they played, played it pretty really well. That was big. Both and times. it's like I'm a big fan of support mid combos, yep. uh, so I really enjoyed watching them play that, and I think it's like a bit of a classic. Yeah, I think that I did that. On that one was crazy, dude. And um, like I was, I was very interested for that set to see the jungle matchup. I think Corb's been playing pretty well recently. Um, I think like his pathing has been quite good, and I think I've talked about it with other people as well. I think Sleepy's seen it as well that he's been pathing and being ahead of most junglers, which has been pretty sick. Um, so I was interested to see how he did against Melbs, but I think it was more just like a a mid course like show, and I think that like you know Demons had like a better draft like in the core, so they had Poseidon, they got pressure and they kind of just won off it. Do you think Melbs oh, come back pretty big? Yeah. Like, he came back and, like, you saw the first game he played Rat, he didn't really have an impact, but you put him on, like, the hyper carry Barker, and he starts, like, getting more kills, getting more confident, mm -hmm. so yeah. you can see him, like, doing his job. During that set, like, the, I think the Athena Poseidon's a good point, they, um, the Demons picked that in the first game, did pretty well with it, and then in the second game it wasn't banned out, but it kind of looked like Gravity were trying to counter pick it almost and they picked like several gods with immunities i think they picked like the yu huang and the charybdis yeah, was that would you think that that's something like the right call or do you just ban the combo out of them or do you try and counterplay well, it what, what are you thinking athena has torn up what every 15 seconds you can only immune so many times yeah it's gonna hit eventually even then yeah. the problem was that they had to beads to use their immunity every time so it doesn't matter if they have immunity or not i, I mean preemptively alter it yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta play into it. Like it's very, very predictable. It's very tele telegraphed. Yeah. Athena's like Athena. charging taunts and charging dash in the middle of the lane. Wonder what she's gonna do. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's so easy too because once you commit that dash taunt, where's the Poseidon going? He's gonna go cracking the taunt, right? Yeah. So it just leaves so much room for your jungle and support to go in. So it's probably just like a prep game of just like knowing that they're going for that play and just like just going on the mid lane and when it happens. Because Poseidon doesn't really have a leap, right? Or a way yeah. to get away. Just I fuck him up when he goes in. Him. Well, that's I think, um, it's interesting. Like, I, I'd love your perspective on it, actually, Shank, as a, as a pro, um, ex-pro support main or, you know. Um, I think that Athena has always had this weird position in every meta where people kind of forget about her and then she comes back in and nobody remembers how to, it seems like nobody remembers how to deal with her and she comes out and kind of rolls games and then people go, oh yeah, this is how you deal with Athena, we'll just let it through and, and fuck her up. Do you think that that's kind of the case and, and what we're looking at here or is Athena just consistent? the other day, was it Jed as well? We've had a few games where, oh no, that, that was the game, my bad. Mm -hmm. I think she's shit. But, um, I mean, that's that's any global. You always forget about globals. Yeah. I think that's why Chernobog is, like, pretty cancer as well sometimes, because he's just always there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it gets predictable. And it's, like, 
sometimes you forget about the dash taunt but like i i think she's only good with like a few certain gods like that's that why follow up. maybe one of them and like besides that's why i enjoyed the combo but there's so many different combos you can pick in mid like with mid support which they can also do um but like you know i think like it's just it's just a shit pick to be honest like it dash taunts it's whatever i mean the global's nice but it was more op when it was in solo with bumbers oh yeah it's more op in jungle when you could do that and not get punished and stuff because like you know but yeah, ah, I, don't know. I really like it with bauble now though like 60 percent cdr with a dash taunt is kind of ridiculous taunt's a really really good cc in my opinion yeah i'm pretty sure bauble's pretty overrated in my opinion i'll take that I fight get that cdr and like you know it's tanky yeah i'd like in my experience, I just get it on too late, and I'd much rather, like, have a bunch of other things over that's Bobble. I mean, it's fun when you get it on, but that's, like, 40 minutes into the game. Yep. And, like, I mean, I guess, but, like, I'd rather just, like, get my, my items I want online, and then just yeah. do what I want to do. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, a 40-minute game in OCE, if you're getting to that point in the game, you either know who has won this set already, and so the Bobble won't make too much of a difference, or... As a, as a support, you need to be so much tankier by that point in the game that it's really, really rough to go to the even, ball at that point. Even on any, like, not even just in OCE, but, like, a 40-minute fight, unless it's, like, you happen to have, like, one or two people alive on both sides, it's a really close fight. It's normally one-fight territory at 40 minutes. Mm. If you get a decent fight off, and it's just game. You don't even need fire. Did we see Bauble built in any of the games? I know Chickens might have played it, because I know Claffer likes building Bauble on the Mages. I'm pretty sure he played uh, Baron in their set. I think he I, I can't. I can't remember if too many people bought Bauble. I'm sure, like, Legs would have got Tier 2, right? But I don't I know if anyone was actually, like, well. using it. Vintage started yeah, Tier 2 cool. on the Tsukiyomi in mid. ridiculous, though. <laughs> yeah, Vintage played it in his set, and then I think Legs did it one time as well. But I don't think there was a support player in any of the games that really got to it. Yeah, I I'm trying know. to. I want to check that specific, the the Desto versus Five Guys set and see if I've got the screenshots. I don't. I don't have. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't really. While we're talking about um items being picked up, Shank, what do you think about? Have you um seen the new support start benevolence male renewal med? Yeah, I think it's good. Have you used it? What do you think about that? Yeah, I've been using it. I think it's good. I think it's very situational. What you want to do? Um. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Like I think I don't know. I just build depending on game state, right? Like if I wanna When does the build work well? Oh, whenever. It's like one of those builds you can just AFK do and it's gonna be fine. But like you mostly if you're playing like I don't know, I see people building on Kepri and Kabraken, right? So you could just do that and just stand next to people and be very tanky. Like yeah. the passive it just makes you like very tanky to kill. So that's when you pretty much wanna build it. Kabraken pickup recently has been kind of interesting for me to see lots of really nice wall plays. So I'd like to see that be picked up in support specifically a bit more. I think he's kind of overrated as a frontliner. Got full damage. He can be good. Like I, I saw the scrim that you did against us when I wasn't there and Luke just pumped on it. I think it, it can be punished. Be easy oh. if you're full damage. I don't want to talk about that scrim, man. All we had to do was CC <laughs> to Kabraken. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,. I mean, he just builds a full damage and has a bit of fun, right? Yeah. I mean, it does yeah. a lot of damage and burst, but he can he can do that on any like warrior or assassin. Yeah, I think as well. So, like yeah. when you're the while we're talking about that, like the the Kabrak and the full damage Kabrak, and especially if they're going into Rangdas, like it's such an it, it it 
if he gets to the late game, it's definitely terrifying. But it's also so punishable throughout the rest of the game. Like, you should just be killing the guy that's got Rangdas or Fighter's Mask. If you have good positioning, it's. I don't even think it's that terrifying. Like, do you remember when we played? I know it was a casual, but he still had it. The Yorm that had Rangdas, and I was just, like, one-shotting him with one ability. I truly want to believe that was vintage as well. <laughs> I don't think it was. But yeah, it, it's fun. It's fun. And you can get away with it. You have to play I think so think players careful. just get scared by the item, and they don't realize if you just turn on it, and it's attack it just dies like just kill the guy I do like them being added though I like Lono's and Rangna's being like I guess better because you, you can remove the negatives to them rather than just like never build items or oh, I guess Lono's was being picked up a bit at the end of like before it got changed in solo but that was a boring meta so yeah. um it is interesting though like some of the builds that are coming out now I, I kind of like the direction a lot of these things are going I think like last week we talked about how Builds sort of has stagnated a little bit, and what we would kind of want to change to make uh, oh, yeah, yeah. builds a bit more exciting throughout. I guess it's kind of going in the right direction, but I don't know. Is Bauble in the right direction for that? Is there something else that you guys think would kind of work a little bit better as an item at the moment? Um, what about the rest of the games that's happened? That's true. We could also talk about the rest of those games. <laughs> we yeah. have gone off topic a little bit. <laughs> It is so the what, what else is Puri, We've had Puri versus chickens. I think that's it, right? Uh, no, we had eight four games. Yeah, so chickens versus detox. That has happened, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. That I wasn't. I no, watched that game. That really. was that was us uh, versus detox and chickens versus Puri yeah. was last night. But, yeah, that's, oh, that's okay. it's it's the three that we said. Um, BB haven't or will will have played by the time this goes up we haven't cast but so. has not been casted so i mean it's going to be a stomp anyway don't, don't bother <laughs> i think tank. give but, us some insight yeah you know what tell us what happened that's going to be a 2-0 <laughs> yeah, um, yeah to cash money to right? me <laughs> to me i wanted to i actually do want to touch on that as well because we saw like cash money versus obb um wyverns versus detox and chickens versus puri um, and like this season of OCL, we kind of tried to put together, we tried to, tried to kind of, uh, allow sort of newer teams to come together, um, and give not lower, but less experienced players, I would say, an opportunity to kind of compete. Um, well, that's a big difference between any other game of Smite and jumping into a car. Well, that's really considerate towards the chickens. They, I know they're a newer team. They are, <laughs> they're, they're struggling as well, man. They're really, and like people keep letting the chickens win. I don't. Understand. He's got like, soloed by ZBDB yeah. and he hasn't even played for months. Guys, a support man that hasn't played in months, man. I don't know. Uh, but it does raise the opposite an, of the solo kill king. An interesting point about you know the direction kind of that OCL is at at the moment and what's going on with sort of the less experienced teams versus the new experienced teams. Uh, sorry, versus the more experienced teams. Um, there is quite a big divide. Like, there's clearly a top. You know, five, six teams that are pretty close. Yep. And like, obviously, a lot, five, six out of, at the bottom that are pretty close. Like, most of the games, you know, will be closer to like that. But obviously, if it's a 13 week league, like, OBB have already versed you guys. And now they won't verse you guys again until the finals. finals. So. Yep. So obviously, it makes it a bit rough, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the real way to get better is not only to play but to lose. Like, if you're a bottom team, losing and playing against good players brings out your mistakes. So yeah, it it is rough, but realistically, it's the only real way to get better. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know that I can 100% agree with you there. I think, not like, like... Not like you can chuck together, like, a bronze team from NA and just have them play OBB for 10 years and they'll get better. No. I'm just saying, like, you, you have to play against people who are better than you to get better and to learn things. There's no point in... I, I guess it's fun, but playing against um, teams that are worse than you just over and over and over again. Uh, if, you're, if your goal is to get better, that is. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think you know Puri pretty well, Jay Beto. Yeah. There's a big difference between our current team versus OBB versus, like, Puri <laughs> yes. versus OBB as to, as to what yeah. they get out of that. And, like, the point that I was going to make is, you know, Sleepy raised the point, uh, said it before, like, you kind of do have a top six and a bottom six at the moment, and each of mm. those sides are very competitive with each other. That top six is very competitive with each other, and the bottom six is very competitive with each other. Do you guys think that having that split up would kind of benefit oh, those definitely. teams more. Definitely, you'd get more, you know, higher quality matches, I guess, because, you know, the high teams would be yeah. versing higher teams, because there hasn't really been that many close matches, like, they've yeah. all been sh sort of shit rolls, like, you had 1-2-1, one, one. and other than that, the what the get set last week was the girls versus Trip, that was pretty close. Yeah, and again, Josh those were probably yeah. teams that would be in that, in that lower side of the bracket regardless. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, they're the closest games that I could see, but some that have already happened this week are pretty hard to watch, hard to enjoy. Yeah. But if you get, like, higher-quality teams versing each other, even if, like, it is a stomp, like, you know, it gives them that chance because they are versing a team that they'll probably learn losing off rather than a team that's 10 leagues above them. Yeah. Mm. Um, I agree. The close games are really fun to watch. It isn't super fun to watch just one team smash the other. I, I was advocating for two two split up leagues but it, it until we get more popular it is very difficult like like what's the point in in, in doing two when half the population just aren't going to watch the lower vision like it, in know? fairness though like probably until until yesterday our biggest stream to date was cash money versus power buff girls yeah, yeah i was gonna say that that game was the biggest and that was yeah enjoyable to watch at least yeah I think like I at the, yeah, I would have thought so. Like at the very least, if you, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna call them the less experienced bracket because that's at least yeah. a little bit nicer. Uh, but like if you if you put those or teams the together, yeah, the dog shit bracket. That's what I meant to say. Sorry, mm -hmm. yep, fucking totally. autocorrect. Yeah, if you put the like the the teams in the dog shit bracket against each other, at least they have an opportunity <laughs> to to improve against each other and like bring interesting smite in. And the good thing about it as well is that as as spectators for us or as casters, we can very easily go, yeah, you could have done this here, this here, this here. Like, you guys are team fighting really well, but it's so much easier to say, you know, and, and, and help develop those lower teams by going like, yeah, it's really obvious what you could have done here. You just need to work on this. Yeah. You also got to... Yeah. You go. You got to think that, like, them bottom teams, like, you know, they're just sort of playing just to have fun. They sort of don't always want to verse, like, OBV, that's not really enjoyable for them. Yeah. So, oh, like, if you want to keep them more, like, you know, enjoying the game, you give them closer matches, because it, it's not fun getting shit-rolled, is it? No, like, it's not fun on the other side, either, being able to just I love either... It. Charles can <laughs> yeah. say, I and they love it. I hate it, dude. I feel like, because I don't want to, like, troll, because I personally, well, I only care about getting better, so I hate it when, like, I 
get trolled. It doesn't happen very much anymore, but it definitely did back on Sam and I's old team. You scream against someone and they just aren't even trying. It's like, what am I uh, doing? Who, who could that possibly have been against that was absolutely rolling us back then? I can't. Uh, definitely no one in this call. Surely not. 